Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 100 of Passionate and Prosperous. Episode 100, a big celebration, is actually part two of a two-part episode. Part one was 99 with five incredible women. If you listen to this episode and you realize, oh my goodness, I need to follow, talk to, email, or work with any of the women that you hear on this show, head on over to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com. Go to the podcast page and check out the show notes. We've got all of their contact info, their socials, and anything you would need to be able to follow them, find them, check them out, and hopefully hire one of them. And with that, enjoy our 100th episode of Passionate and Prosperous. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I am just going to come right out and tell you that today is a very, very, very exciting day for me, for the show, for all of the people that are in this community with me. Today is officially the 100th episode of Passionate and Prosperous. I am feeling so excited. I'm also feeling accomplished and I'm feeling proud. So I want to share that with you because as you know, in the Passion and Prosperous community, we are all about celebrating. We're about bragging on ourselves. We're about like filling up on ourselves and knowing how awesome we are. So I'm just going to say, I feel awesome. I feel really, really happy that I committed to showing up and doing this show and that we've made it to 100. I know if I was like counting my birthdays, I'd be pretty fucking happy that I made it to 100. So I'm pretty happy. You hear some laughter in the background, and that is because the 100th episode is actually a shared episode that I am bringing to you with five of my beloved clients. If you missed last week's episode, 99, that was part one. We are actually going to pick up our conversation today and continue with part two our 100th episode of Passionate and Prosperous. Um, I'm in the room here with five of my clients that have been working with me um, for varying lengths of time with nothing less than a year and some, uh, I think, in our third year or or so. Um, And I asked them to come to just be here with me because the work that I do, even like making the show, everything that I get to do in in my life. And I say get to do because I get to create so many things in my business. I, I have so many uh, wonderful, uh, you know, uh, things that I create. And I don't think that I'd have the 
the energy, the ideas, the spark, the the heart, the motivation, the drive to do it, if I wasn't constantly surrounded by people that inspire me and that like are that I love and that the conversations that we have are meaningful and deep and that if I wasn't knowing that like not only am I supporting them but they support me they believe in the mission over here in Passion and Prosperous they share it um they're out in the world like screaming from the rooftops like how much how much they love our work together and what we're going to talk about today. So in our first episode, we talked a lot about mission and purpose and um, doing the work that's really meaningful to you and why you would do it and why they do the work that they do um, and how they help other people. And today we're going to talk a little bit about um, community because I know that there are a lot of coaches out there that do solo work, you know, that just work one-on-one with people, which is amazing, right? And that that's kind of like the work they do, or maybe some people even shift over into like wanting to like make everything, you know, automated and evergreen and done for you and courses. And you know, I talk about this all the time about how I'm here helping people create human centric businesses, businesses where we want to work with our clients. We want to be face to face. We want to, we want to work with people. We're not interested in just making money by selling people stuff, right? That what we're selling when we make money is the relationship, is the partnership, is the transformation that can only happen when you're actually in that relationship with someone, right? And so um, what happened for me in my business was after working with my clients one-on-one, which is how we start, just so you know, like I do think it's how we start. I, I first first of all, realized that that my clients that I was attracting were so amazing and I loved them so much. And I started realizing that I was attracting people that had a lot, not a lot in common, like on a soul level, not just on a, you know, like same age, same, you know, demographic. Um, cause that's not the thing over here. We don't have that. It's not a demographic thing. It's, it's a soul thing. And I realized I need for my clients to like be together and work together. And I started putting all of my one-on-one clients together into what we call a mastermind. It's a group group coaching so that everyone that works with me one-on-one also is in a community. And then I started running my group programs. This was kind of simultaneous. And after running my group program out of overwhelm and into action a number of times, first 10 weeks, then three months, then five months, and now we have the Passion and Prosperous Academy, which is a full year program. One of the reasons why I evolved my business into a one year program was because of community. Because I know that the only way we can be who we want to be and do the things we want to do and have the things we want to have is if we are surrounded by the right people, the people that see us, that believe in us, people that can be supportive, people that can be like loving to us. We need safe spaces and we don't always have that, right? Just from like the people that are the default people in our lives. And you could even have a loving partner and 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 have a great life 
But if you want to have a business and you want to do the work that you think you're here to do and you want to put yourself out there and be vulnerable, you need a community for that. And so the 100th episode of Passion and Prosperous is celebrating community because that is what I have devoted my life to building from being a yoga teacher in a, at a studio and building a community there to turning my coaching business into a community-driven business. This is so important to me and it would be nothing if I didn't have the right people to form that community. So I'm celebrating actually all of you by bringing in these five spectacular special clients to have this conversation today about the power of putting yourself in the room with the right people for you. So welcome to the 100th episode, and I'm just going to welcome back Janine, Lori, Trista, Jess, and Sherry, uh, who were with me on episode 99, and we're here together, and I'm, I'm going to open up the floor to them. They heard me make this very, very passionate introduction, and I'm, I'll, I'll pose the question because I did kind of you know, uh, give them some, I said, I'll guide you. So let's start with this question. What role does community play in your life and business? And what I mean by that is our community, but also what has been your experience of creating community of your own? I want you to share, do you feel that that's something that is important to you to create in your own life and business? Um, you don't have to say that it is, but I want you to share your thoughts on community um, with our listeners. So I'm opening it up. I think we could all speak about community. <laughs> I could speak about community. Well, you're you're all going to speak about it, but I just meant like, who's going to go first? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, I'll I'll take the lead here because uh, community is so important. It it's so important for me personally with this community. Uh, I feel like it was such a safe space for me to be able to grow in so many ways that I didn't even think I'd be able to really. Um, but, you know, when you're surrounded by others who are, first of all, um, accepting and it's a nurturing environment, there is almost nothing that you can't grow into, I feel. Um, and in my own practice, I feel that I coach people one-on-one, -on -one, but I am moving toward a group situation or have aspirations to move into the group situation because I feel in my one-on-one -on -one coaching with people how much they talk about the importance and meaning of friendships and relationships. And, uh, you know, some of it might be age, but I just think it's one of those things that are universal and community is so important for us to achieve and also to just feel okay within ourselves. So it's like a double thing. It's not just to get where you want to go. It's also to feel the warmth and comfort and also to give to others. So I think that you get and give so much by being in a community that that's something that I feel like. I want to be able to provide for uh, my clients eventually as well. Uh, the way you did it, Stacey, because I wasn't even comfortable in a group situation initially. And just like other things in life, some of us have to grow into certain things. And uh, staying with it consistently 
really helped me come to a place where I appreciated the differences in everybody in the community and in the group and felt like it was a great springboard for me to grow instead of using it as a place to compare myself, which happens a lot of times in, uh, in a group situation. But there's so much more to be gained than to be lost by that comparisonitis. Uh, and with the right group leader, Ness, you, um, you, know, you encourage everybody to be who they are and to not be judging themselves. You even remind people not to be comparing yourselves. I know you reminded me a million times about yeah, that. Yeah, I was about to say it's like something yeah. that we have to talk about, not just me and you, but like, you know, uh, even in, even in you know, the academy, I'm constantly having to remind people that like, you know, there's no comparison. you got to just walk your, you got to do your thing. But there's so much value in seeing other people's experiences and see it's okay that people are further along than you because there's also people that are not as far as you. Right. And like, it's such an amazing opportunity to like, to gain that perspective. And what Jess was saying before about it not being linear anyway, and that's the thing, you know, where things don't go like that, where you're just on an upward trajectory. I mean, you know, you have your community so that you're all in different places and you can all appreciate what each of you have to offer each other and stop looking at things like, you know, they're farther ahead. It's not a line. It's a group. So it's different. Yeah. And we're going to hear from everyone. I want to add one thing in here just because it came up from what Lori was saying. I personally feel like having other people that that are willing to like see you and hear you and then reflect back to you, not like not criticism, not to be like, you know, you know, not to tell you shit about yourself, but to see your gifts, your talent, or what you're being, or what you're good at. Um, and to be able to reflect that back to you, because it's so hard to see that about ourselves. It's so easy to go down that self-critical, you know, that self-critical rabbit hole. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess like our partners, look, my, my husband's great about telling me how great I am. I'm very grateful for that, but it's not the same thing as having peers, um, you know, and, and being in community where you get to sort of like see how people see you and, and, and respond to you and, and love you. And, um, and it's so meaningful when it comes to feeling like you kind of get more understanding of like how other people, like what you're good at or how other people, you know, perceive you. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there, but the, go ahead, Sherry. Yeah. So a couple things came up when you were talking too about your know, life is hard. So what are you going to do about it from last time? That um, the reflection sometimes is not one of loving. You're amazing. Sometimes it's you fucked up and you got to take accountability for that. And the three words I wrote down were reflection, projection and embodiment. And I think that everything in the world, this is my 
personal belief system, everything is a reflection. Everything has the possibility to be your teacher. Every person, every experience, even the tree outside has that, that potential. Um, and so I started thinking about the different communities in which I was involved in my life, from school to camp. I also started out in theater. So like the theater community is incredible. Um, the yoga community, working at a studio and building a community from a group that already was there. Um, different jobs that I've had, little mini temporal communities that come and go and that just are part of the building blocks that that have have been pavers on my path that I've gotten to walk. And so I think about the value of this community and um, in, in also the first question, who are you? We get to learn who we are through community, through that reflection, projection and, and embodiment. And so, you know, fast forward and the many things that I've done, I just also I completed my cycle of the podcast that I worked on, which was called Anecdotal Anatomy. We did 88 episodes and our mission and it was a mission driven thing. It was to connect the individual to the collective through our shared stories of living in a body. And I think the more people, the more community we get to experience that sometimes raw, very real, very vulnerable. And so it's wonderful when we get to get the reflection of, wow, thank you, that that was amazing or whatever the, the positive thing is. Um, but to be able to be in a kind of a container where it's safe to also see the things that need to be overcome or the things that need to be moved through. And that's part of the challenge. That's part of the hard part is being able to see that part in ourselves. So when we have a loving community, we get to do that too. Um, I have a whole, like, I don't, I don't want to just be told that I'm great. I want to be told, you know, that I want to be shown where I can, you know, and a, a word that I don't love, but to become, to evolve. And that's not the word I don't, it's to become better, to, to grow, to, to, to figure that, that out. So community is, I think, an essential piece to this self um, understanding and so that we can, because I think that we are all more alike than we are different. And I love the Rumi thing when he says, you know, you can take the cup and put it in the ocean, but it's still, you know, it's still ocean water. You know, are you a drop in the ocean or are the ocean in a cup, in a drop? And so this idea that um, these boundaries of bodies that, that have the illusion of separateness, community allows us to regain that sense of, of wholeness. So I, I community, I could go on for hours, but I'm going to stop. I here. know you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And thanks for, thank you for say, stating that and presenting us to that because I, yes, I agree. I don't want to give off the impression that we just get together and tell each other how great. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, we totally. I mean, we do that too. <laughs> no, but we don't just sit there yeah. and be like, you're amazing. Right. But like, but even just the fact that like when we have our, our, our group coaching and our mastermind, and especially when we do our retreats, because we kind of try to go a little deeper in there, right, where we have longer periods of time. Um, I think that, like, what's really special is that, like, is that when you can ask for coaching, when you can share, like, what are you struggling with? Like, what's an obstacle right now? What What's what's actually coming up for you? What's happening? Um, when you can share that in like, you know, again, a safe space, like in our, you know, in our group, at least for sure. Um, I think there's something really beautiful about being able to, first of all, you know, feel that everyone's there wanting for you to, 
find whatever it is that you need, whether it's clarity or whether it's, you know, some like some feeling of permission. We give a lot of permission in our group. Do you realize that? Like, like we spend a lot of time giving each other permission, which I think is really important. Like back to our original, if you listened to last last episode when we were talking about that Janine, you know, like a big part of her coaching is about, you know, women feeling like they don't have to follow rules, you know? And I think in, a, in even in our in our group, we do a lot of permission giving because I think sometimes we need to hear from other people that it's okay that we're struggling or that it's okay that we feel sad or that it's okay that things are not easy or it's okay that we don't feel like we did a good job, you know? And as your coach, I hope, I mean, I share that too. I mean, I... Someone actually wrote me an email from an episode that came out like maybe three weeks ago where I was talking about how I had like a real slow, like kind of weird time in my business this spring. And she wrote me an email and she was like, thank you so much for putting that on the show because it made me feel so much better about like my own you know, feeling that things are slow or whatever. Um, And I try to be really transparent, you know, and so I guess thank you, Sherry, for pointing out that it's not just about, you know, getting in here and telling everyone how great they are, but it's also a space. It's hard to say, I think that I didn't do a great job. Like I, I really did feel that way for, you know, about some of my stuff. I thought like, oh, I'm like Miss Strategist and I'm like the hotshot business coach. And I kind of feel like I didn't do everything as good as like, not that I didn't do it good, but like it just didn't all turn out the way I thought from some stuff. And I want to be, have a space to talk about that. I don't want to have to sit over here like pretending that everything's perfect. That's fucking ridiculous. Right. Um, Yeah. Janine. Well, just to follow up on that, that's, Uh, That's exactly what came up for me. Two words came up for me when thinking about both being in the community with all of you and then also what I try to build within my own community is that sense of permission and also passion, which we talked about last episode. So it, it is, it can be very isolating at times to be um, a midlife mom. And when you can hear other people talk about their struggles openly and they're like, Oh wait, I thought she had that. I thought she had it all together. I thought she had it figured out. It really gives you that it kind of lowers your guard a little bit. And then everybody can kind of start to like build that trust and be honest and really give themselves permission to then lean into whatever it is that they're passionate about. So the passion came up too, because I know for me, whenever I leave a call or whenever my clients leave a call or we're in the Facebook group, I do feel that there's this passion that's ignited when you share it. It's almost like spreading a fire, spreading a flame. Right. And I think that that's really important to build one another up or to talk about the things that aren't going well and give other people permission. You're like modeling for them that it's okay. You know, whatever it is, it's okay. And you're, you're in this safe space together. And I feel like that's really, really important. The last thing I'm going to say is I think about, again, when you're giving to your children or you're giving to your aging parents and you're constantly emptying your cup, I feel like being in a community like this is your chance to refill your own cup. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Thanks for saying that. And I know, I know that like, I mean, because you guys tell me, you say it, it's, I've experienced it, that some, you know, coming into our group experience, like if you come in and you're having a day or whatever's going on, so often, even if like nothing major happened, you leave and you feel so different because you gave yourself that time to just be with other human beings having a human experience, you know? Um, yeah, thank you. I saw Trista. And then, of course, Jess is going to talk about it. We're all going to talk about it. So let's go, Trista, Jess. Okay. But before I talk about community, Stacy, I just have to give you a virtual bouquet of, like, passionate purple roses for this 100th episode because... <laughs> I mean, I can't, you have never missed people. She has never missed an episode ever through holidays, through pandemics, through her mom's crises, through her mom moving around. Never, ever has Stacy missed one week. Thank so, you. Brava. And Thank you. I'll take the purple roses. Um, I feel like and just purple rain. Moment Can I have purple rain also? Like, in case no one knows about me, how obsessed I actually am with Prince. I don't talk about it on the show that much, but like because I am. Because they're delivered by a man in a purple suit. Exactly. And it to you. In the purple say. rain. Okay. 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 That's <laughs> happening. Okay. So community. Wow. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't even be a coach today without really this community. And I feel like I see the communities you've created from so many different angles. Like as a client, I'm with my mastermind sisters in a community that holds me up. It's a space where there's no judgment. And until you're in a space where there's no judgment and there's only support, you don't even realize the difference. You don't even realize what that feels like because it's just a completely different feeling of like a different place for you to move up from. It's unlike anything else. So I just, the, the value of that is just indescribable. Then I'm also a success coach in Stacy's Amazing Academy, and I coach her clients there and every single one of them, because that space is, again, that safe space. And they all feel that, too. And they tell me every time, not only does they have the accountability, not only do they have the one of one with the success coaches and with Stacy herself, but they have each other in this unbelievable community. So I see it from their point of view. And then people out there. There is now an opportunity for all of you. This is like, you know, the little circle and then the bigger circle. And now we're in the bigger circle. We, you can all come and be in this community. Are you promoting? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot. I was so into introducing the 100th episode that I totally it's forgot to tell everybody. That, yeah. Okay. So Trista can, just went into like promotion mode. Thank you. I love it. I, I, one of the number one things I try to help my clients do is to know that like you have to make offers and you've got to sell. And man, I did a good job. You know what? I've been in like selling mode and I no longer. <laughs> I'm just into like spreading the word. All right, because lady. Year, it was all the friggin' charts. And I know that this year. It's going to be even more amazing. And really, almost all of us are going to be there live. Yeah. And yeah. Well, just, just for anyone who's for anyone who's listening, if you don't know what we're talking about, Passionate and Prosperous Live is on October 27th and 28th. 
in New York City. I'm also selling some virtual spots for that. But uh, Trista is 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 having it's true. I, I do have to say that like what in the room, like, so we create a lot of virtual spaces together, right? Um, we, you know, we meet virtually for everything. And that in-person opportunity is, I mean, like, when I look at the photos from last year and I see, like, everybody, like, in their little breakout sessions with each other, like, looking at each other, I see people like hugging and with their hands on their hearts and like, and, and we had, and there's so much vulnerability and people share. And it's so amazing that you leave. I do think that like something happens, right? Like there is some up leveling of like who you are from being there. So thanks for reminding me. I got so excited when I started the episode. Usually I start every episode and I ask myself, when is this coming out and what do I want to make sure I tell people about? Because we've always got stuff going on and I forgot. So thank you, Trista. It's amazing, guys. Really, you're going to come out a different person. And I can't wait to see how I come out this year. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add about community? We're going to let. Okay. Let's let Jess take it home. Jess, Jess. Talk to us, ladies. So here's the thing. If you didn't listen to last week's, I just want to say that one of the things that makes me so happy about like who I attract is that it doesn't have to do with how old you are. It has everything to do with like with like who what your soul is about, you know, like and and so of you know, here's Jess. She's in her 20s. And she's in a room, a mastermind with, I think some, I think we've got some 30 something. Maybe we've got a little, we've got everything. We've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60s, but we do kind of hang out around the, we got a, we do have, we do lean a little toward the 50s and 60s, I think in, in like the community. But anyway, Jess, I just have to say that, that she is in this group and I don't want to say fits in. That's an icky phrase, but like, like no one give like age is not a thing. And she's, she's a part of this amazing, amazing group of women and, and shows up and, and has never been intimidated. Like, uh Oh, I'm in a room full of like, you know, like people, my, I'm actually older than her mom, just so you know, like, so anyway, so it's not even like my mom's age. It's like, no older than your mom. So maybe I could be your grandmother. Um, so anyway, uh, Jess, I just wanted to say that in case anyone didn't listen to last week and you don't know who Jess is. Okay. So now go ahead. I know I'm embarrassing her. That is how I am. Her like biz mom. I embarrass her. Okay. Go ahead. Well, that's part of what I wanted to say. So community, for anyone that doesn't follow me on social media or hasn't talked to me in the last couple of months, like community has, I realized, has played a massive role in my life. And I've lost a good chunk of my community, like where I live in terms of friends and social groups. And yeah, so like it's just kind of putting things into different perspectives of the different communities I do have here and the communities I have online and how important it is to surround yourself with people. And now I've started a book club and we're meeting on Sunday. I joined kickball. I have the gym that I do one-on-one training at. I have the mastermind group. Like I'm realizing where all of my communities are. And now I, like Stacey, you're the one that helped me get out of my victim mode and be like, take action, take control, create your communities. No one's going to create it for you. But as far as our mastermind community, say like I 
you know, I know you didn't want to say fit in, but I feel like I'm everyone's daughter. And like everyone hears my mom and they all love me. And we all, well, we all love each other. And it's just an amazing group of women who lift you up and support you, give you permission, as we've been saying, they celebrate you. And we've all also seen each other's vulnerable sides. We've all broken down in our mastermind groups. And every time that this instance happens, I feel like it makes our community that much more powerful. And then when we let our guard down, we just allow everyone else to come in. And that piece of vulnerability plays such a powerful role in who we're allowing to see like our true selves. And it's, for me, it's, I have different, these different types of communities and now with my clients as well and wanting to make them feel heard and them feel supported and to know that they shouldn't feel alone. And even on the self-employed journey, you feel alone. This is a very, you can feel very alone and very isolated and like no one is going through the same things that you are. And it's the same thing of in your 20s, you feel so alone. So developing and establishing your own senses and multiple communities is just so, so important to your own mental and emotional health, let alone the success of your business. I love that. Um, and I want to say like about, you know, you and and some of the work that we've been doing together is also for the people in your, I think it actually, I was about saying your generation, but I think it's like all of our generation. I think that we go through various evolutions of like where we feel like, so our belonging, right? Like, so I was, I was going to say something else, but I want to say that where I'm going with this is that like our sense of belonging or our feeling that we're, that we're with the right people. I actually think it changes. Does anyone agree? Like, I think that like, right. I think that, I think that it shifts and changes and, and, um, I can think about so many different times of my life where I kind of felt really in with like a group or a community or whatever. Um, but I think that it wasn't until later, like m- only in the last few years that I really, um, that I really understood that I could curate my community, that I could, that I could really be like very thoughtful and, and, and and choose, you know, like really what that community should be and not feel like I had, like, for example, in the yoga world, like, I think that what happens is sometimes we have defaulted communities, right? So I like owned a yoga studio. I worked at one beforehand. And what happens is that became my community. Now I was the leader in some ways, but not the whole way. Um, and it's not saying that I didn't love, you know, that I didn't love a lot of the people that were in my community, but the, but there was, but there was always something that didn't feel one. I and mean, this is why I don't own the studio anymore. There was always something that felt like I wasn't being 1000% like, like who I'm supposed to be in that community. And I, and it wasn't like glaring. It took a little time to really like really get that that was what was happening. And when I exited and started my business, I felt really free. And then I felt like I had the opportunity to cultivate like the community that maybe it was more that it's what felt right for me at this time of my life or now or whatever. 
Um, so I'm just curious, you know, so for Jess, again, we keep bringing up like she's so far ahead, right? Because, you know, like I don't think when you're in your 20s, you're consciously thinking about like, who am I surrounding myself with? I think you kind of default, right? You sort of, you have your college friends, you have your work friends, you have the people, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's as thoughtful. And I think that I'm watching you really recognize like a lot of the of the intentionality that you can have about who you surround yourself with. Do you think that, or am I just being like very coachy and observing you? No, it's <laughs> correct. And I, I just love the power that comes with it. And I think that's, what's really helped my mental health switch gears over the last, honestly, probably like two weeks. This is all so recent, but it does. It's now I'm in control and I get to decide what I want to do and how I want to spend my weekends and who I want to invite to where and let the rest fall into place and say no to the people that I don't want to be around. And yes, the people I do. Just before we, did everyone talk? Oh, Sherry, I just wanted to, because when you were talking, I started thinking about concentric circles and different ways that there are communities within communities. Yeah. And I started thinking about in my 20s and in my late teens, wandering around Grateful Dead parking lots and rainbow yeah. gatherings. And oftentimes I would feel lost. Like I was looking for my people in a big mm. community of people that I knew were my people, but no, they mm. weren't all my people, you know? Right. And so there were times where I didn't feel like I belonged within the bigger community that felt so aligned with my heart. And that was confusing at in my 20s. It was confusing then. And as I got older and learned that not everyone in a tie-dye t-shirt is my best friend, um, <laughs> that I was able to be more discerning about cultivating and curating community. Um, yeah. but I also want to say that it's fucking hard to get people together and create community the way that you have done it. And every person who has spoken to the effect, the results of the community that you have built and continue to grow um, is is astounding to me. It is absolutely, I mean, I've tried. I've tried. I'm going to continue to try. But um, you give me hope. Oh, thank you. But it takes time. It does. It takes yeah. time. And it also takes, and this is, you know, we're not, we're not doing an episode about this, but I'm just going to speak to that for a minute. I actually think that, and you're doing it. So what you're doing is what you're doing. But for anyone here, like, especially if like you have a coaching or, you know, or other business where you want to be, have community and have it feel like, you know, you're building something. I think the most important part of that is that you put yourself out there in such a, like such a big way that you magnetize the people to you because I think that it's really scary when you don't have it yet. Like you don't have lots of clients or you don't have like a big community and it could feel like you should stay like a little small. You should be like, Oh, I'm just going to be over here. And I think that the only way that we attract people to build that community is that even when it seems like there's no one listening or it seems like you've only got one person or two people, that what attracts people to be in a community is when the one who's creating it is willing to say, these are our values. This is what we feel is really important. This is what we're about. And you have to keep doing that. And you have to keep, you have to keep putting yourself out there and saying like, this is what I believe in. This is what, this is what I'm doing over here. And I want you to come. Right. And, and, you might have to do that for a while before it starts feeling like it's catching on, right? But it's not going to catch on until 
you're just doing that. And so such a big part of what we do in, in, in the academy and in all the work that I do with my clients is to get, is to get over any fear or story or belief that we have about, about when it's okay to be visible and to be loud and to play big and to put ourselves out there. There is no time that it's like, oh, now's a good time. There is no good time. The time is now because anything that you want to create takes time. And if you want to, if community and having a business that feels like you're not just by yourself, like if, if that's something that you want and that's important to you, then the only way to do it is to start being you and taking control. And Jess, I'm just going to say that I actually think that's been such a huge transformation in the last few weeks, you know, that, that we've really worked through is like, is you owning that? Is you not thinking that you have to wait for other people, but that you have to take the charge and do it, you know, and by doing that, it's really scary because you're just putting yourself out there and making yourself visible, noticeable, right. And calling attention to yourself. But otherwise, if we don't do that, how are we going to call in the right people? You know? So, wow. Okay. Does anyone else have anything else? Yeah. I spent four months, literally from the end of April until now, of waiting for the text, waiting for the invite, and it never came. And that mm-hmm. was like, that's what kept crushing me is because I kept waiting for someone else to make the move and take the initiative when it was my responsibility to do that for myself, for my life. Well, you're doing it. Um, okay. So let's actually go to something else. And what I want to talk about is, um, I'm just thinking, I want to, there's two more things that I want to do on this episode. Okay. So, um, the first thing, the first question I want to ask you is, Um, I, well, actually you guys answered this kind of a little already. I was going to ask you like, what do you hear from your clients? Like the things that people struggle with the most, but I think that, that we have actually covered that. So I'm going to go to, um, a different, a different thing. So, you know, we call this show passionate and prosperous. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I always wanted the word prosperity to mean is not prosperous only in terms of like making money, right? Like to me, the the word prosperous has to do with kind of like the way you live your life. Like it, it's like, it's this feeling of abundance, like a pro- prosperity to me is an abundance and it doesn't only have to be an abundance of money. And so many business coaches out there. And I'm just going to be really like vulnerable right now because one of the things that, that I struggle with, uh, you know, as a, as a coach trying to continue to grow my business and, and, um, and, and, and work with more people and have more people join the Academy and come to work with me is that I get told a lot, just so you know, from like other experts or whatever, that, that I should be talking more about how I help people make money. And one of the things now that I'm five years into my business that I've learned is that, is that that's, 
I can't promise how much money people are going to make. And I think that coaches that are out there that talk about how much money, like, oh, 10K month, 10K days, 10K, 10K minutes. I'm going to help you make $10,000 in one minute, right? There's all of this out there about money, 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 money. Um, and I want to make money and I want all my clients to make money. And yet I actually don't think that if all you're trying to do is make money, right? And that's the goal or what you think of in, in terms of your success in your life and business. I don't, I think you're going to either burn out or you're going to make the money, but you're going to feel kind of shitty, not shitty, like a bad person, but you're not going to like your business. Like you're, you're not going to like, you're not going to feel good, you know? And so such a big part of what I, what I mean when I talk about prosperity is this sort of feeling that you're, that you're living like a really abundant life and abundance might some in some ways relate to having money and in other ways, you know, and, and then it could also mean other things, just sort of like being someone who's really making an effort to, to do the things that you love to, to, you know, so we're talking not so much about your business right now, but about like, like making sure that you get to live this rich life and do the things that you want to do. And I'll say one more thing and then I'm going to open it up to you. And so I always try to make this connection of like when we make more money, when we want to make more money, it's symbols. it symbolizes two things. Number one, every dollar that I make, I feel like means I'm helping someone, like I'm transforming someone's life. That's first of all but also it's transforming my life. So every, you know, money that I make allows me to do the things that I really love to do in addition to the work that I do. I love to go to Broadway shows. I love to eat great food. I love to travel, whatever it is I want to do. I love to just live in the apartment I live in. Right. Um, and so to me, I actually could never go, I could not take another vacation for the whole year and be happy because I love where I live. I have a very prosperous life. I could bake sourdough bread every day and feel really prosperous. So I want to hear from you all about prosperity and about what that means to you in your life and like how maybe even how the work that we do together allows you to feel that like that can be a goal is to live a prosperous life and not just to like make money in your business. So have at it. I, I'll jump in. So, uh, one of the things I think I was drawn to is that not that our, not that both of our brands are the P and P, but the peace and plenty, the plenty is exactly that. And it's about abundance. And I feel that I want everyone to realize that they can live a life that feels fulfilling and extravagant and rich, but not necessarily in a monetary way, right? The plenty doesn't necessarily mean that you have to spend a lot of money or have a lot of money. I mean, yes, that stuff is great. Um, so that was what initially, you know, one of the things that I felt very connected to you about was kind of that messaging. And then to now that we've been working together and, realizing prosperity. Yes. I want to, like, like you were saying, I want to create clients and create the money so that I can live 
and and do the things that I want to do. But when you think about the word prosper, to me, it also means to grow, right? Yeah. And to evolve and to, to me, prospering is exactly what like you're helping me do and to look at things differently and to just evolve within myself. And then that also affects my family and my loved ones. So that's prosperity to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love that. It made me think about how I called my, I forgot this, but I ran a course last summer called Prosper, right? And the whole point of it was for all of the people who took it to actually feel like what it really means to show up already feeling like prosperous and how to be prosperous in what you're saying in terms of like seeing yourself as like growing and evolving. Um, so thanks for, for bringing that up. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else have something they want to share? Jess? Yeah. So I, I think with the, it's like an abundance of passion is the prosperity of it. So like how they're all intertwined within another. And I think it was Beth, who's not on this call right now, but said it in our last mastermind call that, and I related to it of like, I light up when I'm doing the work that I know I was meant to do. And I feel energized and excited and happy. And I give myself a little thumbs up in the mirror after a great client session. And it's <laughs> it's that light <laughs> that is the different definition of feeling prosperous because it's this abundance of amazing energy that emanates from my soul when I'm doing the work that I love to do. And it's not I like I would do it for free. Of course, I need to pay my bills, so that's not going to happen anymore. But there was starting out that was the time for that. And <laughs> we do like the workshops and group programs for that as well. But it's it is. It's the things that I would do no matter what. And it's conversations I have with just anyone that still lights my soul up because I know I'm helping them in some way and changing their perspective in their life for the better. Yeah. Yes. Anyone else? Yes, Sherry? I, I Yes to everything. I'm just going to add on so I'm not being redundant and repeating every redundant and repeating. That was redundant. Um, but I think that um, prosperity in some way, I was thinking about limiting thoughts and how that was one of the mm. first things we worked on together and mm. eradicating, identifying first and then eradicating those limiting thoughts was abundance. And that yes. is what allowed me to move into becoming a gardener, to do a garden, because yes. I my limiting thought was I have black thumbs. I'm, I'll never have green thumbs. And now I have this beautiful garden where I have all sorts of beautiful things growing. So that kind of feels like living into my imagination, you know, really stepping into because I have a very rich um, fantasy world. <laughs> I yeah. have a lot of imagination going on. And for a long time, I let it live in that in the cloud, in my own personal little cloud. And the work that we've done has allowed me to access that space in a more direct and tangible way that has opened up these boundaries or created new boundaries because I think they're important and allow for the abundance to flow. And I'll say yes. this, many years ago, I used to think that being a free spirit meant being untethered, meant being totally like without any ground. I'm just going to like be free and do that. 
And then I realized that that freedom, it always, it was a prison. I had nowhere to go. I was aimless. I didn't have direction. But once I established a boundary, I had so much more freedom. So maybe yes. prosperity is also freedom. It's the freedom to, to do the things and to be the things and to have the things. Um, and I don't yeah. want to say things as if objects, but sometimes subjects and sometimes fan dreams, you know? Yeah. Um, but that feels like prosperity to me when I've touched a dream and, oh, like, that's a thing. I can do that. Yeah. So, oh, my God, I love what you're saying, because part of what was coming through for me as you were saying that was um, the idea that prosperity also is shifting from like the scarcity or the fear mindset the fear of actually wanting more, the fear of going for things, the fear of like, of believing in like, in, in, you know, what else is out there for us. And I think that, that, the, that part of the prosperous, like, you know, the way that I use it is also the believing that, that you can, right. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a prosperous way of, of showing up in the world, which is to believe that there's enough to go around for you too. Um, that you're allowed to dream bigger or want more. Right. And, and that there's a, that you have to kind of like already have that. You have to feel prosperous even maybe before you have these, you know, like more or whatever. And so I love what you were saying really like kind of, you know, woke that, woke that back up in me. So thanks so much for that. And I want to say something about the boundaries because you've talked about riverbanks and boundaries multiple times throughout <laughs> our part one and part two. And here's what I want to say is I when, you know, when I first started teaching yoga and I realized that I was like so into alignment, like, right. And, and back when I started teaching yoga and yoga was getting a heyday of popularity and what became really popular was like flow and vinyasa yoga. Right. And there were a lot of teachers out there that were teaching these like really, really like dancey yoga classes that were very kind of just like really just all over the place. Like they were kind of making up poses. Like it was just, it was kind of like a combo of like yoga and like kind of freestyle dance. You know, that's like what I, what I you know, was happening at a time. And I was like not into it because I came from a dance background. I'm like, if I want to dance, I'm going to go dance. If I'm coming to yoga, like I want to do the yoga poses. Right. And so I started studying and I started really going all in on alignment. And what I realized from that, like what really emerged and what I've always known for a long time was that the alignment, the structure, the boundaries, the rules, the, the, the recognition of the shape was what gave you the permission to feel free inside that without the alignment and without the, the structure and without the doing it in a certain way, there was no ability for energetic flow. For example, there was no ability to rearrange anything in the energetic body or in the subtle body, because how can you rearrange when there's no container? There's no rearrangement with no container, but when you define the container, you can move everything inside of it around. You can realign. You can take a pattern. How can you even know where there's a pattern 
right? How can you even change a thought pattern? How can you even change a behavior pattern? How can you change anything if you can't first define its parameters, right? And so I just, I feel like maybe without you knowing it, like, you know, you've been talking so much about boundaries and about about that. And I just want to say that, like, you know, I love what you're saying because I equate that with how we truly get to feel space, spaciousness. And sometimes we can say, fuck the boundary. I know it's there. I'm going to go beyond it and see what's on the other side. But there's, oh, you there's a to. feeling yeah. of like, okay, but I have a home base. I've got my, you know. So, and I love what you said about the alignment and the asana. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and yes, going beyond, because that's actually, that's actually what it means to go outside your comfort zone, right? Like when you go beyond, but if you do, and I'll use yoga one more time, if you know, cause this used to drive me crazy was when people in my class would just be pushing, 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 only pushing, right? Only trying to go for the biggest stretch or the deepest thing or whatever. And I would say, pull it back. Like, let's pull it back so that it's in alignment. You've got to know what that is first. And then then you can see if you can go deeper, but you can't only go deep. Like you can't just go deep. Like you have to actually know what you're going deeper from. It's a relationship and relationships are built on structure. So anyway, uh, woo, I love it. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. I saw some other hands waving. So yeah, Trista. Um, so Sherry, you were saying a lot of what I was thinking too, you know, it's interesting. We were all talking about abundance as like a garden because I feel like abundance is like really it's special own zone. Like, I think, I don't know, at least the way I grew up, everything was like scarcity or overindulgence or all or nothing. This sort of these polar opposites like black or white. And I think the zone of abundance rises into a different area where we can have that feeling of, to use Janine's words, plenty, or prosperity, to use Stacy's word, or whatever word we want to put on it, but we are able to take that all in, all that feeling, without it being like an either or, or, you know, we can, we can live in this special zone of this, like, gorgeous garden, and like, where we can, like, grow. It's like, it's a, it's a place where we can keep evolving. So it's really like a special zone. And I know we were talking also about affirmations uh, in the last episode, like our morning routine. And when we were talking about like tools and really I said, I just have one affirmation and it's a Stacy affirmation. And I'm just going to share it with you now because I say it every single morning and I actually physically reach out my arms because I'm a dancer and I like to do everything physically and I feel it in my abundant. And I say, I declare and affirm that I am open and ready to receive abundance. That is the only affirmation that I say every morning with my arms stretched out all the way out into my fingertips, energy pouring out. And that's really the only affirmation I need. Oh my God. I love that so much. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's go to, we're going to now move toward our wrapping up. All right. So here's what I want to do. Cause I, I like, I celebrate all of you so much and I and I just believe in you and everything that you like that you're here to do in the world. So here's here's our, our we got two more things. We're going to go around for this one. So I want each of you to share 
Because I think, as you know, declaring is really a big part of what we do also, right? Like when we, and and that's another reason why community is so important is because we are so much more likely to do the things that we want to do when we declare them in front of other people. When we tell someone, when we tell someone, there's actually statistics on how much more likely you are to do something if you tell other people that you want to do it. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go around and I want you to share like, what are like one or two like big things that you, that you want to do? Like, what are one or two things that you're not doing yet that like you really want to do? Um, because I believe that you're going to do it. And so let's just like hear from you. Cause I think it'll be really inspiring to, for everyone listening to hear, you know, that we've all got more stuff to do, you know? So Janine, like what's another one big thing that you really want to do? And I'm, and it, big for you, meaning like, what's like a thing that you really want to create or do? The Peace and Plenty podcast. All right. <laughs> that was easy. Yes. And, yeah, and one, one that's more, so that's maybe like a few years out, but the one that is within like the next year is, um, I really want to sit for the boards and become a board certified health coach. Yeah. Yeah. I know you told me recently that that's now the thing that came up for you. Yeah. And I love that, you know, we all get to like, listen to those, those, you know, those callings. Like I just joined a mastermind that I never, like, even a few months ago, I never would have been like, I wasn't like looking for this one. It's like a copywriting mastermind. And like, it was like, not even like on my radar. And then like something came through for me. And I was like, I had this opportunity and I applied and I was like, I don't know, this is like the next place I'm supposed to be. So, you know, and, and, and so it's a big deal when we, you know, I'm 55 years old, like what the, you know, like, I'm all right, now I'm going to go learn a whole different way of doing things, you know? So I love that for you. Um, okay. Share what a, a big thing, a big thing. I, I want to get on stage again, but not in yeah. a play. I don't want to do a play. I don't want to memorize lines. I want to get up and just tell stories. So yes. the one woman show that's been in the back of my head, writing itself all these years, um, is something that I really want to move into. I also want to take guitar lessons. Speaking of learning new things, I have my guitar here. I've had it since 1988, 87. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And um, I've taken some lessons. I can play a little bit, but I want to get proficient. I want to be able to sing and play. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, this is like the epitome of passion and prosperous. (laughs) Okay. Um, Lori, a big thing. Um, Well, it's funny that Janine was talking about getting her certification or, you know, that level. Uh, because I always wanted to be like a master coach uh, for like, you know, in a, a mindset space. Uh, yeah. I love it. And that's something that I want to do. I feel like I'm going to continue on with my coaching education at some point. And uh, I know I alluded to this before. I don't know if it was this episode or the last one, but I'd love to do small groups with women just because um I I think they need community. I think I'd love it. I think it would be well, it's, really it's nourishing coming. to me. We yeah. already started like, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the salon yeah. is is on its way. <laughs> okay. Um yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, and Lori, you have been a big inspiration for me to make sure that in 2024 I offer a master level coaching um 
something. So yeah, it's, great. it's coming. Okay. It's coming. For all of you listening, I know Trista kind of like announced herself before, but I also just want you to know that Lori and Trista are the coaches in the academy. Um, they, they, if you join us in the academy, Lori or Trista are going to be your coach. And they are, they, and Lori, you are a master level coach. And at the same time, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the same as you. I like to keep on, I like to keep doing, you know, getting better and better at yeah. what I do. It's what I was at yoga. I took so many yoga certifications after I was already like a whatever. So I get you, but I'm here to affirm you that you are a master level coach and I would not have you like coaching in, 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 in my program. If I didn't believe that 100,000%. Thank you so, so much. And I do believe in myself as a coach for yeah. sure, but you know, yeah. it's the I journey, right? Yep. 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 Um, Trista, one big thing. Okay. I actually have two. Okay. Um, (laughs) The one I've had since 2013 and the other one today. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) those are the bookends. 2013, I I have a story to tell. I really want to write a book. I don't exactly know the format, but I feel like it's coming closer. And I was so inspired by the uh, episode, um, I can't remember exactly what number, about Na- that Naomi's Braving Creativity. Yeah. Everybody who listened to that episode, it is unbelievable. She has actually done it, and she is out there now promoting that book like a superstar. So um, that was very inspiring. And she is another member of our mastermind. Yes. And, and, and the only reason she's not on this episode is because she literally just had her own episode with me. She's <laughs> <laughs> a prosperous life. And yeah. she's awesome and so inspiring. Yeah. So Stacey and I are going to be talking about that. Yeah. And then the one that I had today, and this is so great because now, Stacey, I don't have to voxer you with like a 15-minute long voxer. <laughs> I can just tell you right now, <laughs> voxer is our little walkie-talkie thing that if you're Stacey's one-on-one client, <laughs> walkie-talkie her. And she will, even on the busiest day of her entire life when she's like so busy, she will get back to you and like tell you like – talk to you. So that's another incredible Trista thing. has clearly crossed over into the sales <laughs> mode. So we might have to be talking about her having a different role in my business. Anyway, I've been selling stuff. So I'm just in that mode. Okay. Um, but I've been sitting on my porch and I know Stacy, you have talked about like the porch when you like go for your birthday and like one of your favorite things to do is like sit on the porch and your beautiful place that you go for your birthday and other times for celebrations mm-hmm. and you just have conversations with people. Yes. So I've recently moved and I'm in a very different kind of area where it's like, it's a little bit more, it's much more community oriented and it's just, there's a completely different vibe from where I used to live and people like talk to each other and they're like, I'm friendly with my neighbor and she's helping me learn how to garden and just people like talk to each other. It's just different. So, and I made this beautiful space in my front porch and I, every day I would just make it more and more and more beautiful. And I put plants out there and now I sit out there every single solitary morning. And now I'm starting to have conversations like people drive up. And I'm going to walk with one woman who brings her dog there. Today, I met another woman and we exchanged phone numbers and we're going to, we're going to walk the dog together. So I'm like, and then my neighbor and then the woman across the street. And I'm like, you know what? I'm creating a community right yes. here. Yes. 
what if the I could have the porch community? The porch community. <laughs> I the love porch it. Community. What if I become like a Fairfield icon? The coach who sits on her porch. Not like I oversell myself, but something. It is something, happening. It, it is happening. Not what if. Yeah. The people, they're all in the neighborhood. Yeah. I could have something here in my house. First yeah. of all, they would come because they're just probably so curious to see what I look like. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can, I'm like starting to like. It's happening. It's happening. See, everyone listening, this is how it happens. Because then you get your ideas when you're in this in this community and then we like, and then we're like, great, let's make it happen. So it's happening. It is done. That's what we say. We say it is, it is done. done. Okay. okay. So that's 2023. Amazing. It, it is done. Okay. Jess, I can't imagine what she's going to say. She literally just started her own podcast a few months ago, which you should listen to how to 20 something. Um, but anyway, what's your next big thing, Jess? Well, first I want to say with Janine that you can't really plan out like, oh, that's in a couple of years. Because I thought my podcast, I started saying in January, my podcast is a 2024 <laughs> thing. And by March, I was like, it is a quarter two thing. So you just, it like just comes to you when it comes and you got to take it and go with it. Uh, my big thing that's sort of already partially in motion is to get on the TED stage. So do a TED talk. Yes. Yes, that is that is that is almost here, right? Like like there's a possible TEDx conference coming to Charlotte. Yes, is yep. that right? Yeah, at the end of yep. October. Oh my the god. The day I leave for yep. Passion and Prosperous Live. <laughs> yep, yep. We've got this whole jet setter plan where Jess is going to do her TEDx talk on stage and then be like, hey, everybody, I'm out of here. I'm flying off to New York to be at my coach's event, right? So we've got like a whole thing here where she gets to be like the super cool, she already is super cool, but like extra super cool where people are going to be like, who is that woman flying around from TEDx to New York City? So that's happening. Um Okay, final question. It's not 100% TEDx. I know. Well, it's going to be something awesome. It's going to be you on stage. We're, we're putting it You're up. doing yeah. it. You're doing it. Whatever it is, it's, 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 it's going to be amazing. Yes. Um, okay, final question. We're going to go around, and I want every one of you to just tell everyone and me and each other, what are you the most proud of yourself for? What are you the most proud of yourself for? So we'll go in a different order. Let's go with you, Trista. What are you most proud of yourself for? I have, you know, gone through some rocky times of late. And I am proud of myself for being resilient, for being strong, for being my word of the year powerful, and for being able to stay in my high vibration, even when the vibration around me did not feel high. And that requires some work. A lot. Of the testa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been working yeah. on that with my abundance and my open arms. And I feel like I have, with the help of also Stacy and my amazing community here, I'm really proud of that. You nailed it. You should be. Uh, Janine? Um, I would say that I'm most proud of the mindset shifts that I've made, which also helps me stay in action. And, and I just keep showing up. 
Like even if things, you know, like you were saying before you were referencing, like sometimes there's not as many people as you thought that would show up, but it doesn't matter. I just keep showing up because I don't have any other option. This is what my mindset is. I, I want to do this. I am doing this and I'm just going to keep showing up and I'm just going to keep taking action. And with your help, I know exactly what those actions are. Like I have a plan and I'm proud of myself for having that resilience and having that confidence to just keep taking those actions day after day and not letting anything kind of get me down. If something doesn't go the way I planned, I don't go into that scarcity, into that mode of, oh, maybe this isn't for me. I don't do that. I just say, what what can I learn from this? And what can I do differently next time? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Lori? For me, I have to say it's my whole coaching journey because I started out in a place where I did not know how it was going to happen. And um, I feel like I came to a place where I feel like I'm a really good coach, where I'm supporting others while I take care of myself. I feel like I'm setting an example for my family in a way that I didn't when my kids were younger. And it's okay. It's never too late. You could be an example now. So I feel really happy about that. And I just feel better in my life and in my skin. So all good. Yeah. Jess? I'm most proud of myself for not giving up on myself and seeing this dream and holding myself to this vision and doing what I need to do to follow through on it, like hiring you as a coach and continuing to be there even on the days where it's it's not looking really good and knowing yeah. that it's just going to turn up okay. I just have to keep keep showing up and not give up on myself. Yeah. And Sherry? I think um, showing up every day to things as they are um, because they cha- that changes all the time, whether it's parenting or work or caregiving, which I, I suggested last episode. I'm back in another cycle of it. And um, – and sometimes the light is not so clear that it's there at the end of the tunnel. Um, and sometimes it's very clear, the temporal nature of things. And so I am proud that I can have the um, the persistence to show up each day to things as they are. I hear a theme. And so I just want to wrap this up by just saying that I want everyone listening to hear that these things that that these women shared that they're the most proud of we're not like accomplishments or, you know, oh, I, you know, did this or that, but all about being like who they know they're meant to be and proud of doing all the work that it takes to keep showing up and to keep believing in ourselves and to keep our vibe high and to keep giving ourselves permission to like know that like there's, you know, there's no such thing as failure. Um So thank you. Thank you for all of you for sharing. Thank you for showing up um, for me and for our listeners and for being part of this super special 100th episode of the show. Um, And thanks for letting me spotlight you and highlight you. And also, I just want to say thank you for making me feel like I am showing up for you in a way that's meaningful and that, um, that's doing something because <laughs> it's all I, it's all I want, you know? So thank you. Um, and to everyone listening, 
Uh, like we said earlier, come to Passionate and Prosperous Live. Come be with us in New York City. Janine's not going to be able to be there. It's Parents Weekend at college, but um, but everyone else is going to be there. Um, and you'll meet all of our amazing members of our community, the Academy, um, and and there'll be other people there, not only my clients, but like we, we get a whole bunch of amazing, soulful, heart-centered um, entrepreneurs that want to be in the room. We've, we give you, I give you an amazing workbook there. It's content. Like there's stuff, like you're going to work on your business. You're going to work on yourself and you're going to leave, right. Feeling like you've, you've accelerated the results that you want to have because there's nothing like putting yourself into that an environment like that it's like a little incubator we'll be in a little incubator together and we're going to grow in the incubator and by the time it's over you're going to feel like oh my god I grew so that's what happens in there okay so thank you for listening thanks for celebrating 100 episodes with us um I love you and I will be back in your headphones next week bye so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Mm-hmm.